0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Honda and Sony shared more details about the EV and mobility joint venture they formed earlier this year. They will start taking pre-orders for their first vehicle in the first half of 2025 and will deliver it to customers in the spring of 2026 in the U.S. and in the second half of 2026 in Japan. The model will be built in North America but the companies didn't specify where. We think it will likely be in Ohio, since Honda just made a big investment to retool plants there to make EVs. While there aren't many details about the vehicle, it will have Level 3 autonomous capabilities, feature a new software system to offer subscription services, and it will be sold online and will carry a premium price tag. And speaking of partnerships... Volkswagen software company Cariad is forming a joint venture with Chinese technology company Horizon Robotics. VW will invest 2.4 billion euros in the JV, and Cariad will hold a 60% stake. The two companies will develop autonomous driving systems for the Chinese market. And part of the plan is to integrate multiple functions onto one chip, which the companies say will save cost and reduce energy consumption. Caryat is rumored to be way behind on developing a software system for its future vehicles, so this move may also have been made to speed up those efforts. EV maker Polestar took the wraps off its first electric SUV, the Polestar 3, whose design was inspired by its Precept concept from a few years back. The model is equipped with a 111-kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery, which provides 610 kilometers or 380 miles of range based on the WLTP test cycle. It will be first offered with a dual-motor setup, which produces 360 kilowatts or over 480 horsepower and 840 newton-meters of torque. That can be boosted to 380 kilowatts or nearly 510 horsepower and 910 newton meters of torque if you opt for the performance package. It's the first Polestar model to feature centralized computing using Nvidia's Drive Computer, which enables advanced driver assistance features and driver monitoring. The vehicle comes standard with five radars, five external cameras, and 12 ultrasonic sensors. And the infotainment system is powered by Qualcomm's Snapdragon platform, which provides connectivity along with high-def displays. The first models will be built in China starting in the middle of next year with deliveries in the fourth quarter of 2023 to customers in North America, Europe, and China. Then in 2024, The EV will be manufactured at Volvo's plant in South Carolina for the North American market. Starting price for the Polestar 3 is just under 90,000 euros. The Chevy Trax just got a major refresh and as you can see the design is all new and adopts a similar styling to Chevy's other crossovers. The new Trax is bigger than the outgoing model, 11 inches longer and 2 inches wider and that extra space was used to add more room for passengers and cargo. But while it is larger, the new model is 4 inches lower in overall height, a new engine is under the hood a 1.2-liter turbocharged three-cylinder that's mated to a six-speed automatic transmission. The engine cranks out 137 horsepower and 162 pound-feet of torque, but fuel economy numbers aren't available yet. Inside, it comes with an eight or an 11-inch touchscreen, depending on the trim, and the new Trax comes standard with six advanced safety technology features. The new model goes on sale next spring, with a starting price just under $21,500, not including destination charges. Alpine revealed a new eye-catching concept called the Glow. It looks like a car you might see racing in the prototype category at Le Mans or in a hot new video game. But the company says the concept is, quote, the starting point for all future Alpine car designs, technologies, and breakthroughs. Some of that will include power that's generated by hydrogen technology. However, Alpine didn't provide any other details. But we may learn more when the Alpine Glow makes its debut at the Paris Motor Show next week. Speaking of auto shows, Mopar is gearing up for SEMA, which kicks off in early November, by teasing a few of the vehicles that it will have on display. It looks like it will have a couple of specialty Ram pickups, one with a possible camper or something in the bed, as well as a modified Wrangler 4xe called Surge. Mopar's not providing any details yet, so if you think you've got some insight, we'd love to hear it. Also, Tim Kiniskus, the CEO of Dodge, revealed on Autoline After Hours it will have a, quote, different flavor of the all-electric Charger Daytona concept to show off at SEMA as well. So, you might not want to miss that. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Schaeffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Audi is developing technology that can help protect bicyclists. It recently demonstrated cellular vehicle to everything or CV to X technology in California. The system alerts the driver with audio and visual warnings if it detects a cyclist is in its path, if there's a possible collision, or if a bicycle is approaching from behind while the car is pulling out of a curbside parking spot. Audi says the demonstration showed that the technology has the potential to reduce accidents between vehicles and cyclists. Earlier this year, Audi, along with other automakers and tech companies, filed a petition with the FCC to grant a waiver to allow CV-to-X technology on American roads. And we've got an update on a technology that we first showed off in June. Tesla is going to integrate HELP, or Hazard Enhanced Location Protocol, into its vehicles, first in North America, then around the world. The system flashes a vehicle's emergency lights at a far faster rate than what's currently used, which does a better job of grabbing the attention of other road users. It can also beam out an alert to other nearby connected vehicles or smartphones. And one reason this makes a lot of sense for Tesla is that it requires no hardware changes as long as the vehicle has LED lights. So all Tesla will do is provide an over-the-air update to its owners. And the backstory on emergency flashers is kinda interesting too. The standards haven't changed since 1951, and the lights flash at a rate of 1 to 2 Hz. The reason they flash at that rate is because that's all that incandescent bulbs and controls could handle at the time. But with LEDs that can flash far faster, we've realized it's much better at grabbing people's attention. Is that gorgeous Buick Wildcat concept just a tease, or is it indicative of the brand's future? That's what we want to ask Bob Boniface, the head of Buick Design, when he joins us on AutoLine After Hours this afternoon. Joe DiMatteo from Haggerty and Greg Miglior from Autoblog will also be on the show. And we invite you to join us at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to discover where Buick is headed. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Experience Dolby Atmos. Anywhere, anytime. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. And by Scheffler. We pioneer motion.